0: everybody welcome back to double coverage with the McCordy twins we're back here again got a special guest but before we get into that as you guys know all you have to do is go on to youtube or itunes all mama you have to we be- made it thank you all you have to do is search double coverage with the McCordy twins as well we are on social media facebook twitter instagram at McCourty Twins. Quick shout-out to our partners here at Double Coverage, uh, Boston Medical Center, Embrace Kids. We've all come together to tackle the sickle cell disease. And you can head to TackleSickleCell.org for more information uh, on what we're doing. And also, coming up, October 28th at Royale in Boston will be our annual casino night. Check the website out. You can win big. You can win big. We got a lot of gifts. For sure. TackleSickleCell.org. Tickets, sponsorships, whatever you need. All the information is there. Oh, we got something new this we week. We got a new sponsor We got a new partner. Welcome Norma Tech to the double coverage family. Anywhere athletes are redefining their potential. Norma Tech recovery systems are helping them to push boundaries and exceed their goals. Recover faster, increase circulation, and conquer sore muscles with Norma Tech. The ultimate recovery for today's athletes. They probably don't understand, though. You walk, you walk in the trainer room, you'll see a bunch of guys like this. Legs up in the air. They got the chairs They got there. all these these big boots. Those are Normatec boots. So if you ever see that, uh, you probably won't see it in our locker room. You don't gain access to that. We don't really show that that much into the training room. But some teams might. And if you see that, that's Normatec, baby. There you go. We want to welcome Elandon Roberts, a.k.a. E-Rob, a.k.a. Dark Grind, to the Double Cover And, I mean, show. he's the founder of the Boogeyman. He uh, he named the group the Boogeyman. I mean, most people
1: say it's kind of corny I if name you name know yourself. But you came I mean, up with the name? Man, we all came up. You know, it was a collecting group. You the know the, what I'm the New, so. New, New England go. Don't want to take
0: credit. Let's get right into a breaking news, Marcus. Breaking news. I did all of this stuff. Breaking news. Marcus Peters traded to Baltimore Ravens for uh, linebacker. A linebacker, Young, last name Young. Yeah. And a pick that we don't know. Uh, it'll probably be out by the time you watch this. Sorry, we didn't get the update, but we're breaking news here. Uh, crazy. Key to leave on IR. You're talking about a team that was in the Super Bowl last year, NFC champs, and now you're trading away your number one slash two or wherever you want to place him and keep, trading them away. Is this them kind of just getting rid of what they don't, or do you think could he possibly have been a problem in the locker room? Like, what we got going I on I mean, we yeah. won't know. They're, you know what I mean? McVay comes from, you know, that tree where, you know, he's best friends with Bill. you best friends with Bill. You keep everything in-house. So we probably won't know what happened. Um, but, I mean, you just look. How was this now? Two years ago, Marcus Peters playing in Kansas City. Yeah. Everyone, we're kind of sitting and waiting to see what's this guy going to sign, How what big of a deal is he going to get? He's been leading the NFL, I think, in interceptions since he entered the league. I mean, sheesh, now we look, you know, we're going to be on his third team um, in a, what is it, three-year span? So, yeah, yeah. Also, uh, the Browns traded Austin Corbett uh, a 2018 second-rounder to the Rams. So the Rams are – are making moves. What when you see a team trading guys, trading for, trading guys right here, almost dead smack in the middle of the season. What what does that mean for? The, what does that mean to you for a team that's doing that?
1: <laughs> Man, I feel like on that side of it, you know, needs. You know, yeah. the Browns. Uh, I feel like they need you know old lineman right now. You you hear a lot of coming out of there. You know if it's true or false. You know, but mm-hmm. I feel like you know from a lineman standpoint with. They want Baker to perform better, and I'm um, not saying that he's performing bad, but want him to have that protection that they need O-line around them. So for I sure. feel like they're investing in the right direction. For yeah, sure. when you
0: got a franchise quarterback, got to protect them. For right? sure. I mean, what was that, last year we've seen Seattle trade for Dwayne Brown, or is that two years ago? Mm-hmm. Two years ago. go get, Texan. you know what I mean, Houston trades for Larmy Tunsil this year. Yeah. You got to protect these nice quarterbacks. So the officiating in the the, uh, game last night, Monday night game, Troy Vincent comes out today and says the second foul against Trey Flowers, the hands to the face, uh, was not a foul and was not the right call. I read this like, well, what What about about the first one? one? Because that was not a foul either. Um, but when I see stuff like this, it, it, it pisses me off. Because I remember being in Tennessee, losing a lot of games, but that's neither here nor there. Because but, of the refs? No, no, no. Just um, losing games. But damn. I remember you lose a game. And I remember I had a pick in a Cleveland Browns game Now we ended up losing. Yeah, we lost to the Browns. Ended up losing, but ended up getting a pick, returning it, almost touched down one-yard line, and got called for illegal contact, which was a terrible call and probably would have sealed the game and been done. They end up scoring on that drive, kept the game alive, going in overtime, lose the game. We come in there on, on Monday, and as Wiz and Hunt's going over the game, it's like, yeah, I talked to the officials. They said this shouldn't have been a penalty. And it's just like, what do we do with that now? Like, Terrible. the game's over. We've already lost. I saw Troy Vincent said they'll be reaching out to the Ford family to apologize. But I think that is by far one of the dumbest things the NFL does. A, uh, you lost a game yesterday. You probably lost because our officials blew it, but um we're sorry. It's not going it's going to affect your playoff standing, it's going to affect where you staying in your division. Or bad. Maybe you won't make the playoffs this year and you're one game out. Do oh. you, do you guys think it's possible though to have cuz I know this has been talked about, an official that's at home watching that can be able to call in and be able to reverse a call, change a call, whatever the fact may be. Now, I know we have the challenge with the interception rate, but like blatant calls like this, blatant calls like uh the one in the uh NFC championship game last year, where it's just like maybe he's on the sideline, maybe he's up in the booth, where he's able to hit a quick replay and it's just like, nah, stop. Like game changing plays. Like that was the first one was third down and forever. They get off the field. The second one, third down, they get off the field, you go back. Do you guys think that's possible to have an official that does that?
1: What you think, eh? Uh, um, man, when y'all was just talking about that, I was thinking in my head, like, man, would they ever go to a league where all fouls is is yeah. looked at? Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of hard because do you go and look at every holding call? Do yeah. you go look at this do you, and it slows the game down Man, and I stuff like TV that. Time. Yeah, so it's a lot that goes into that, but I definitely, definitely feel like, you know, it's a lot of games getting cost right now by that. End. You know, we all know Trey, so we know. <laughs> Tough if watching. Any, if anybody know, he doing it the right way. Uh, <laughs> it's us. Uh, seeing, seeing that call on him last night twice, and in yeah. crucial times and stuff like that, it was like, man, it's crazy. But I want to ask you: Was you more disappointed that your interception got taken back, or that they lost? You, that you lost
0: my interception. We was losing anyway
1: <laughs> for the season. So I mean... did you? You you was more upset because you wanted that stat. Or you was more upset because y'all lost?
0: I mean, both. But if I could have had the interception with the loss, it would have been a better feeling. I mean, at that <laughs> point, we probably won four or five games that season. So it wasn't – it didn't take us out of playoff contention. I'll just say that. Yeah. But, but I do think with the officials, I do think this starts at the top. Yeah. Like, it's everybody <clears throat> keeps going at uh, River on the head of official. I mean, but to me, it starts at the owners and mm-hmm. the league office. We have refs that are part-time employees. Mm-hmm. We have – what a uh, was a what it, 14 15 billion dollar industry right now? The NFL makes a year. We can't get full time refs, give them benefits, and give them all of that. They have huge impact on the game, and yeah, it like, could, why be don't av- we, could be an avenue for retired players as well. Yeah, exactly. We, we, could be, we could just be we could just get the cycle going, but like we have guys who are full time lawyers in their off time, like they do this for fun. like yeah, it's for a high, sure. I'm not, they enjoy it and they work hard. But like if you have to have another job, I mean, you can't put being an official at the head of everything, mm-hmm. and I think it kind of shows. Like you see, I even saw my man McAfee was ripping the refs. He was like, a lot of the good refs left, and now you heard John Perry last night on ESPN. Every bad call, he's watching the replays. He's like, probably shouldn't have been called. Like some of the refs that ref for a long time in the league are like, I'm gonna go to these network channels, get good jobs. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? That's have a good, good that's job, a good point. pay well. Because they pay better than the industry that's making all the money. I, I, like, it's ridiculous. Speaking of that game was awesome. They uh, kept paying in the crowd and showing Matt Stafford's wife, uh, who underwent surgery uh, in the offseason. Um, just to see her at the game, having a good time. Um, we got actually got a chance to practice against him. So I heard great things about him. So happy for his family to see. Shout out know. Matt Stafford, man. All I'm going to say is keep finding Galladay. Uh, he's on my fantasy team. Oh my god! Yeah, over 100 yards in the first half. Picked up my fantasy dub. I am now three. See, this is my issue with fantasy. I'm three. The team lost, and all you're talking about is the fact well, that Well, I play. I don't care about any team winning. But, but yeah, I don't care about any team winning. Yeah, I guess. I only so. care about the Patriots winning. Everybody else can. But lose. you're a representation of a lot of the fans out there playing fantasy football. So I'm watching the game with my wife, and she's. She wants to put her glasses on so she can make sure her fantasy football player is either catching the ball or whatever the case may be. And she and didn't I'm do well because like, she caught that L last night, too. So yeah. I'm just saying, Galladay, big game. I community, knew I needed to draft him from the Community uh, involvement. Practices. We had Dietrich Wise through a block, well, block party. block party, had the and, block uh, jumping. At Mattapan, uh, Massachusetts. With the Mattapan Teen Center. Yes, awesome block party. We uh, weren't able to make it, but heard great things. Wanted to shout my guy D-Wise out. Dev shouting him out today, rocking the t-shirt. Wise, wise, up. wise up, wise up. So wise up. I don't know if you can get them. I don't know if they've, if they've hit the press They're coming yet. soon. They're coming but, soon. But Wise, unlike some of our other teammates, when he produces a t-shirt, he is able to get them out. We'll get to that later in the show. We'll, okay. get, to we'll get to that later in to the to show. That later. Yeah, <laughs> we won't, I won't go. Get. We'll get so that. let's talk about, we had Thursday night game. We had the weekend off. Uh, Coach gave us Saturday off, Sunday off, and Monday off. Couldn't believe it, but we got three days off. We we'll don't have a game till Monday. Let's not act like that was pretty we good. still at, got the off days. Right. What did your weekend consist of? Uh, Went apple picking. Kids were sick. Boring. Yes. Uh, wife was sick. Mean? Wife was sick. I had to be number one dad. Kids' birthday party. Kids' birthday party. I uh, had a lot going on though. We had, I had a, 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 a entertaining weekend uh, with a lot of stuff.
1: Erod, what'd you get into this weekend? Uh, mine's Trip was, back to Houston. Nah, mine was different this year. You know, with the, with the little one coming, then came and you know I just stayed at home. Ooh. I basically took over. I, I did whatever you know the wifey needed me to do. Well, we you need cook. You know, I, I didn't cook. Uh, we need to bring Tori on I the show and say I took but, over. We need somebody to say. We you know, need to validate. I, I was able to you know spend change a diaper do all that stuff, you know. Changed I every did diaper? I,
0: Every diaper? Not every one
1: of them. Oh, but a good amount. But a That's good amount. i right just checking You know, so I, I held it down, you, you know, do, just chilled the whole time. What'd
0: you do? Uh did a little of the same things you did. Kids' birthday party, Uh, I I definitely, we went to the farm. Farm was cool, man. And Natick, Natick, right? That's how I say it. South Natick. Lookout Farm. Lookout Farm. Oldest farm in America. 1651. I learned something when I went. That's pretty impressive. 1851, I think. I was 16. Okay, yeah. I I was paying attention. Pretty impressive. Uh, So I had a good time, man. I had a good time. Uh, But let's get right into it. Breaking down this Washington. We'll start with the Washington Redskins game because we haven't been here in a while. Thursday night game. Yeah, sorry if you're angry that we miss you, but I think it's more important that we focus and try to win games than you see our beautiful faces on our podcast. Yeah, so winning on the roll. How 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 cool is that? Winning on the roll? Tough same thing, does it matter? Well, it wasn't really a roll game though. Yeah, I mean, it was weird. We had a lot of Patriot fans in exactly. there. Exactly. Um, they weren't happy in Washington. They're not mm-hmm. ma- they're not happy with what's had going the Brady on. Brady chant going. They weren't happy. They weren't happy. But it was cool to see they gotta I mean, they gotta win this weekend. So, But us being there, I thought it was impressive to see our fans come out and kind of take over a stadium. Um, I saw, I think it was either the owner or the GM said something about, well, a lot of their fans probably sold their tickets, so they ended up having a good weekend too. (laughs) (laughs) I guess so. Win that game, followed up by Jay Gruden getting fired do you guys feel like you're the reason that Jay Gruden was fired, loses his job right after you guys play against him and dominate on defense? It's a lot going on, man, when people <laughs> get hired and fired in this league. It's, it's more than one game, and I like to say it's usually more than one season. But um, in Arizona last year, they fired Steve Wilkins after one season. So yeah. Wilkes. um Wilkes, yeah, you're right, my bad. Yeah, right. After one season, <laughs> so um, who knows? Definitely. Then you come back home Thursday night game. What does it mean when the defense is able to
1: score, score on when they're on the field? Man, that was dope. That was dope. You know, uh, I know a lot of guys always. You know, we always joke with Kyle, but seeing that banana lean out there and get that uh, goal, <laughs> that banana. Now, now a As, play
0: like that, does Bill, does Bill get on him and? Because I know, like, here you don't reach the ball. And me and Kyle said we're sitting in a team meeting. When Bill didn't say anything to him about reaching, he was like, I should have bet everybody on defense. Because we all thought for sure Bill was going to say something about him reaching the ball. Because if that ball slips out of his hand while he's reaching, it's a touchback. But, like you said, great, great play. What, what difficulties does it bring Thursday night games, your short week, you don't get a chance to practice? How hard is it to prepare for Thursday night games?
1: Thursdays for me is the them Thursday night games for me is the hardest because you gotta get your body back right. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, you can't put too much stress on a team and you know, you don't really practice like you mm-hmm. usually practice, so you gotta stay locked in and all them walkthroughs. You gotta really mm-hmm. uh dive into the film, just make sure you're there. And at the same time, your game plan not that big. You gotta keep it a little simple so you'll be able to execute it mm-hmm. because of the quick turnaround. So For sure. And
0: I think preparing for is hard, but I think one of the biggest things we saw was just the amount of injuries all over the field Thursday night. Exactly. Cause you're like you're asking your body to something you do every seven days. Now you're asking your body, hey man, I know I know we don't usually do this, but you know, I know I usually just start feeling yeah. better Thursday. Can I can I make you go full go again? And you saw injuries kinda all over the and field. And I think about two years ago, Richard Sherman tears his Achilles who which he had been dealing with on the injury report week in and week out, but kind of you, you nurse yourself back for Sunday, you know what I mean? Maybe take a rest day and all of that treatment throughout the week. Then he goes out and plays on Sunday, plays Thursday, tears, tears uh, tears ruptures his achilles. So, like you said, injuries always seem to show up a little bit but more in those Thursday games. Safety's the most important part of the game, they say. So they say. So they say. But but we're not here they to debate that. still making 15 bills. Oh, you? and just so you know, the farm uh, was founded in 1650. Not 1651. Thanks for that. Yeah, thanks for proving me wrong. Do you take pride in winning against mm-hmm. NFC opponents? Because you don't get to you don't get to see like how many times you probably what that was what maybe the fourth or fifth time you played against the Giants in your 10 year career, uh, not I including preseason, preseason, not even like yeah. maybe I think third. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. You know, I think you take on a whole division, so you get to see where you stack up against a division, especially like. This division historically is always a pretty good division with Washington, yeah. Dallas. Especially us growing Giants, up in New York. Eagles, this is yeah. the teams you always saw. So it's it's pretty cool taking them on. And I, I mean i remember years where we've taken on sometimes and like we have three losses in the season and two of them would be from the NFC and mm-hmm. something like that. And uh just hearing that it's kinda like, man, we we ain't showcase that. We we could go out there and beat anyone when you lose the teams like that. So Uh, I think it is. I think teams across the league probably take pride in playing other divisions. Now, how fun is it for you guys as a defense being out there on the field? You're on the defense too, man. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm I'm conducting. I'm the one asking the question. I mean, you start this game off. Steph deflects a pass. John Simon picks it off. Later on, Deron picks a ball off. Then Steph picks a ball off. Then Jamie – Oh, I can't say a cool secondary name. Jamie
1: forces (laughs) a fumble. KV picks it up. And then not only
0: that, where you force four turnovers – on defense, and half of you, them
1: was Boogeyman.
0: Then you have, then you have Bolden block a punt, and I guess another member of the Boogeyman, Chase Winovich, is able to pick it up. What does that mean as a defense when you're out there? How much fun is that? Just watching, not only the fact that you're making plays, but so many different guys making plays across the board. Side note: I mean, obviously the Boogeyman are gonna make a lot of plays. You guys have a ton of them in your group. <laughs> I mean. When you have the defense, the the defensive ends, outside linebackers, inside linebackers,
1: like y'all
0: might as well take guy and and Danny Shelton in there too. Take all the big
1: people. Well, look, man, we them boogie, the boogeyman culture. We just don't show up on defense. We on special teams, showing up. We showing up in the kicking game, like whatever you want to see is that we gonna show up. You know, so I mean, when big plays are happening, you know, for you you viewers out there on TV. And stuff like that. Yeah, it's the Patriot defense, and it's our culture. But you look at that jersey number and see if that's a member of that boogeyman crew. <laughs> and I, I guarantee, you know, half of them, half of it is. You know, so, hey.
0: Coming up, got the Jets. Monday night football. Darnold's back. They do, it, got... do you like Monday night football? <sighs> no, I don't like Monday night football. For one, I don't like night games. You sit around all day. The, the away games. No, I be having that juice in the night game. The away <laughs> games, you're cooped up in a hotel. For most of the day i mean you can go walk around the home games may even be worse because then you got to come home and listen to your wife and kids as you're trying to mentally get ready for this game and your kids sitting around asking you to play with stuff but you're trying to stay locked in on the game but hopefully my kids won't see this but i'm not a big fan of then monday night suck because you play monday you're off Tuesday. the next thing you know you're right back and it, it, coaches are on you because now it's a short week as you get ready for the next game but it is what it is. Primetime football is always fun. Once you get to that game and you're warming up in pregame, everybody and their mamas down there for the pregame on the field, pregame passes, and wants to get ball kicks off, you know, it's showtime underneath the lights. But And it'll be, it'll be a good game. Division game, obviously. Sam um, Darnold's back, so Jets won't will be come like the first uh, game. They'll come in there on fire. You know, they beat Dallas, uh, America's team, and now they get to play against us. So um, all at home. So I'm sure the, the energy in the stadium will be awesome. Um, like you just said, Sam Darnold's obviously back when you get your guy back running the offense. Quarterback, is I it mean, just changes a lot. a huge thing. Him, him making throws, scrambling a little bit, um, a 92-yard pass, you know, to uh, Robbie Anderson. Plays like that just energize the offense. So it's like as we watch our first game and then you watch them versus the Cowboys. Totally different. You can tell with mm-hmm. Sam Darnold in there, it's going to be – Le'Veon Bell's able to have a rest, you know what I mean? He's able to know exactly where Gaze wants to go. And then not only that, Sam Darnold being back, seeing our guy out there, DT, Demarius making plays out there for them, forcing penalty down in the red zone. Catching over routes, making plays. So, would um, that man watch this film? You hear him watch yeah. That film. Yeah, gonna be a tough challenge, but one you look forward to, like you just said. There's definitely no love loss, uh for the Jets when you when you when you come to this organization. So, is that one of your favorite teams to play against, the Jets?
1: Um, I don't know. I didn't have a lot of teams played against. You All know, right, man. A lot you ain't of primetime. Prime yeah, a lot of primetime like games year, for year me, four. man. Yeah, you're yeah. still
0: like a young vet. But, I mean, you are a captain now, so I yeah. mean, I got. I got to watch what I say. And I haven't missed a Super
1: Bowl, so, you know, it's kind of crazy for me.
0: Can Jay say the same thing in his 11-year career?
1: Nope. He's missed a lot of Super Bowls. Hey, but you a champ.
0: You can't really say I've missed a lot of them. Because you've been to them. I've been to to the city and the site of five of them, so, I mean. It's pretty impressive. You know what I mean? Family member playing, it's all the same. Five out of 11, it is kind of impressive. Five out of 10, I've been on the field for two of the celebrations, too. So I mean, when you think of it, I'm, I mean, I mean y'all twins. You really got the four. You know, I nah, mean, I, he got one. I yeah. got three. He ain't sharing none. He ain't sharing none, none of the money with me. So y'all like y'all like that XFL had a draft today. Yep. What's cool is that when you see it, like you you see the names, you're just like, dang! I remember Cardell Jones. I remember Matt Mcgloin. Like I played against Mcgloin. When he was in Oakland for a – Trey yeah. McBride was on your team. He got drafted in the second yeah. round. You know what I mean? So, it was like, dang, I ain't know Trey got drafted. That's yeah. awesome. Well, Do we think the league's going to work, though? That's what it's about. Guys got drafted in uh, the AF a- – a- AF- AFL. A- AFL. Yeah. A- they a- a- just – They AAF. A- I'm sorry. it was a- a- arena. They just, they just cut that. That was just gone. Yo, that yeah. was awful, too. Like, I knew a trainer that was a, tra- a head trainer in Memphis. All them was quarterbacks is like, getting hit
1: so hard. So hard.
0: <laughs> so hard. And it was just like, yeah, they just came in like this That's over it. Like, I hope it does last, though. It's a, I mean, this got Vince McMahon in it. Yeah. He, he got big pockets. It's a, it'd be a good way <laughs> to see kind of guys, you know what I mean, not quite making it in the league for whatever reasons. But being able to have a place to play football, especially if it can get viewers, it'll last. You know what I mean? Maybe they get back in the league. Yeah, who knows? Zion Williamson, I mean, why, why is this guy not lining up playing tight end for somebody? Hey, would you not Zion out if he got put on pass?
1: Hey, is it dark outside yet? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> could could you stop him from dunking on you? <laughs> I'm five <Bobby> eleven. <Leather. laughs> if if that, I don't think nobody in the NBA can stop him <laughs> from dunking on him. Nah, nah, he's been he look, impressive though, man. That's his game. It's my game. I'm going to leave that to him. <laughs> <laughs> I think they say he's had
0: the most points. But he's shooting bananas. By, r- no, sc- by a rookie preseason ever. He not is, ever, He's, but he's in like in the 12 last or 13. 13 like, man's not missing a shot.
1: It's, it's impressive. Yeah, did you guys know that
0: is. Uh, baseball was in the playoffs? Nah, I did.
1: What? Did y'all hear about the Astros? I,
0: I was just about to say that being from Where Houston, y'all from? New York. New York, mm. New York the, Yan- mm. the Yankees. Mm, interesting. The Yankees dominate. Interesting. Who the Astros beat? Fake fans. Fake fans. Fake whoa, whoa. Fake who we playing? Fans. Who we playing? I don't know. I want like, you
1: tell me. The Yankees. Oh, Okay, I don't no, know watch but who do they baseball. beat. No, y'all still playing. I... No, who do the Astros beat? They're playing the Yankees. Who do they beat last round? Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, fake I think fans. we had that Thursday night game. Fake fans. <laughs> is baseball? It was, is it was baseball a quick turnaround. turnaround for just in
0: a, in a bad time of the year. You got college football games. South Carolina just beat Georgia, upset city. How's got the NFL. Oh, baseball
1: ain't never over. How's Houston doing, the football team, the college in which you attended? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I think them guys having a rough year over there, mm-hmm. man. Not so for thing. him,
0: that's why he's watching baseball. Yo, yeah. I guess that's why we showed a sign, bro, which, who you roll with now. Definitely.
1: Oh, but, you know, I, you know. You, know, you just you, have, have to you roll yeah, with
0: U T now, huh, Texas. Huh? You roll with Texas now?
1: Well, I support Texas. You know, coach um, I I had a lot of uh coaches over there. And Did stuff Texas like support
0: that. you coming out of high school?
1: Huh? Well, you know, my coaches that's there now wasn't there. You Co- know, but I feel like if they were there, they would have supported me the same Texas, way.
0: Texas just brought in uh Chris Ash from Rutgers.
1: Hmm. Yep.
0: So we'll see what happens. You combine Texas and Rutgers, you bound to probably not get a great product. But hey <laughs> now, <laughs> When Ebro first got to this team, oh like, man, y'all well, gonna like this story. Had a conversation with him. I'm in, I'm in the cafeteria one morning. I'm just trying to eat my breakfast, man. <laughs> like, I, I, I give me a nice little breakfast, and some little linebacker come over to me. <laughs> as, as you guys see, our linebackers usually big. E-Rod just said he 5'11. Little buddy come over to me and he little says, buddy. he says, hey man, you feel me? Like, I know I'm out here trying to learn this. You feel me? But, like, this passing stuff, because we were in spring. We were in OTAs, just helmets. That ain't my thing, bro. Like, that's not what I do. This past. like I'm just trying to fill in and do what they ask. You feel me? But when we put them pads on and I can hit somebody, you're going to see, D. You're going to see, bro. I'm telling you. And I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah, man, cool. Sound like, good. I'm like, man, who like who is this dude? Like, it's some <laughs> rookie that, I'm like, first day we put them pads on. This little dude himself. was running downhill, hitting linemen, smacking people. By the end of the first day with pass, people was like, hey man, that joke of E-Rob out here hitting. I was I was thoroughly impressed. Cause you know, usually when guys come up there and they tell you stuff, you like, it don't, and it then I, And out. then I then I found out he went to Houston. So I'm like, buddy probably used to hitting 250-pound linemen, bro. Like, this is <laughs> the big leagues. Like, this ain't that league you played in. Like, this is real football. But
1: Y'all see what I got to deal with every day? Hey, yeah, and then when his brother came, uh, you just give up now. Hey, man. I gave it
0: to him, though. He came, and He was trouble. really smacking people. Yeah. Sh- man, show the people your shirt, though, man. Oh, uh, yeah, you know. Got the dark
1: grind so right here, So for you man. guys that don't know, yeah,
0: E-Rob, d- that's his saying, dark yeah. grind. That's what he My goes by. Man. That's what he lives by. Could you explain to people what dark grind, what does that concept mean
1: to you? Well, dark grind is something that's kind of within everybody. You know, everybody got their own dark grind, you know. Uh a lot of people talk about the grind, the grind, the grind, the grind. And I can explain to you, J Mac, I can explain to you Dev what's my grind. You know, and vice versa, y'all can explain it to me. But that grind within yourself like nobody ever understand it. You know, so as you grind and you grind, you're going to be like, you're going to get to a point you're going to be like, dang, man, I keep explaining this stuff to people but they not understanding. Like it just feel like I'm by myself with my own my own grind and Realistically, you are, you know, you in the grind. I mean, you in the dark with your own grind, you know what I'm saying? And I know a lot of people say a light at the end of the tunnel, but it's really not, you know. And if you start seeing that light in your dark grind, then it's, you really don't have the same compassion for it no more, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So that's why I go by, you know, that's why I go by every day a dark grind because at the end of the day, I know every day what I'm getting up for. But if I explain it to somebody else, it's not their fault that they don't know. You know, it's not it's not their grind, but it's mine, so it's a dark grind.
0: So, um, the people at home, may want one. I know your teammates want one, but like, <laughs> is there any way for anybody else to get
1: any dark grind T-shirts? Well, look, like, look, the T-shirt's coming soon. I'm, I, look, I know I've been telling y'all this forever. <laughs> Since when? <laughs> but Since April? Yeah, I've been telling y'all for a minute that it was coming. But, look, I'm for real. Look, if y'all don't have you all shirts... By at least Thanksgiving. <laughs> 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 hey, y'all got to give me that bye week, man. Y'all know I go back to Houston, man. I can pick them things up, man. Y'all know, so don't worry gonna
0: fly, about it. You going to fly back with boxes of t-shirts? You're boxes. Real
1: boxes. And we're going to get it popping.
0: People, question that people want to know. Why do you hit so hard? I don't know. It just, it just happens. It's just in you. Like was I you, just, was I you like that? I just And,
1: and like, pop, like youth football when you first started? Man, well, I've been playing since I was three, but I'm going I'm to tell you a funny story. No, since no lie. was what? Since I was three years old.
0: What was you doing? Flag. Dang, they
1: got flag football at three? Yeah. Oh, that must have yeah. been brutal for parents to have to watch. Nah, they serious about it down there. I'm telling I was just talking to my king folk on the phone. He talking about... How they beefing with the other coaches? Cause they flag teams. Like man, it's kids, but they don't care. For all the people watching not from Texas,
0: Ken Folk means his family back home.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, but uh, man, we talking about oh hitting, yeah. Uh, oh, I got a funny story for y'all. No, no lie. You ask my pops whenever y'all, whenever he up. So one day, uh, Emma Smith was on TV. My dad and my mom always tell me story. I was, like two years old, and uh. I was like, in my linebacker stance, I'm going like, to hit them. And like, bro, I forgot who they was playing, man. And like, they could not stop me And I hate the Dallas Cowboys. Like, I hate the Dallas Cowboys because everybody in Texas liked them. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, man, so my dad say, bro, I just got my linebacker stance. He broke another run. I read it to the TV. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad was like... <laughs> My dad was, you know, at the time they had them big screens like with them big backs yeah. on them. So my dad was like calling my mom like, "You better come get him, cause I'm about to tear them up. I just got this TV, like I hit the TV, boom." And I was like, "I tackled him, I tackled him." You know what I'm saying? Cause nobody could tackle Emmitt Smith. And no, t- no, no plastic helmet or nothing,
0: just nothing enter TV. head first. Well, and to this day, why hit so hard? boy this he always,
1: he always remind me of that. Always want that TV, like. Top today. top five
0: linebackers that you love watching growing up while playing just top five linebackers you like to watch.
1: Uh, and my, man, me coming up it had to be Ray Lewis mm-hmm. number one, Patrick Willis. Mm. Uh, man, I liked Earl Lacker just because like all the he even though you know he was first ballot like a lot of people doubted him mm. you know and stuff like that when he went through. Uh man that was
0: any current guys that you like like when you're watching film it's just like man whenever i turn him on i like
1: to watch him good player man you know what's crazy is i used to like even though this guy i feel like you know he's still a great player he's just at the end of his road sean lee like mm. i used to try to figure out bro how is he making these plays playmaker. Making, you know and he was hot you know and of course injuries got him but man he was I used to be like, bro, how you seen it, how you seen it, because like, I, I wanted to, want, want to, of course, get my game to being a difference maker. Mm-hmm. You know, he's getting interceptions. He's just in the right place. You thinking like, man, he place. just always in the right place <laughs> at the right time. But it's like, nah, like, you know, it. he's seeing it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and stuff like that. So, that's that's like one backer that I still to this day like, you know. And I, I uh, text Sean from time to time, and I, I ask him like certain things. He's seen yeah, he sees. Yeah, so
0: who's the fastest linebacker on the team?
1: Me. Hands down,
0: Hands I line down. them all up. We got a lot of athletes in there. I had to ask that question.
1: Hey, I line them all up. Bill, I don't know, but Chase Winovich, man, that I don't know, Sometimes yeah. I think and Chase, well, he he's gonna outrun he, you, he's gonna keep going. He gonna keep, yeah, I got him bu- for 40.
0: Yeah, i about to say, y'all better not let a rookie come in and beat you. I got him race. for 40. Bill grades you on the field play along with Mayo. How would Tory grade you as a dad? Oh, you know, she gonna give me hmm. <laughs> Let's go.
1: Let's go with elite, average, below average. I say with this time of the year, she's gonna <laughs> give me average. Cause I, I do not wake up in the middle of the I, night. I respect the honor. <laughs> <the laughs> she's gonna give me average. Cause it's some, I mean, I'm telling you, like, some nights when a baby crying, I just peek at it and I'll be like, I ain't waking up. Like, and I see her just struggling. I'll be but like, you don't I'm, hear not, I'm not waking up, man. Like, just stay safe. Not happening. And in the morning, I, I, I kiss her and the baby goodbye. See she you love when I you. get back. See you when I get back.
0: Now, the delivery room. How was that for you? Scary. All in, like yo, I can't believe it. Did you oh, coach it up? Like, oh, like, man, I was man, back. I'm telling
1: you, bro, I was coaching, bro. I'm head coach. I'm telling you, man. I was like, look, 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 look breathe. You know, you got because we did hypnobirthing classes, so I'm trying to keep her mind right. You know what I'm saying? And keep what a better mind, right? what like what, a, what, a, what a better voice than her husband, me. You know, so I'm, I'm keeping. Her, I'm telling her, you know what to what the people told me to tell her. You know, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm coaching. You know, we coaching what we need to coach. So I'm telling her, and man, it was, bro, I. I wouldn't never tell nobody to miss that their childbirth, especially the first one, you mm-hmm. know. And uh um, it's a beautiful experience, mm-hmm. like it was crazy. Like, would I want to do it all over again? Maybe you know, a little later little yeah. down yeah. the yeah, <laughs> line, down. but like that it's a beautiful experience. And you see like everything like the the female go through, you know, and stuff like that. And it it makes you appreciate your For wife sure. even more. For yeah.
0: For sure. This man made it back. Childbirth. Then was at the preseason game when we played Carolina. So that's that's the type of that's the type of commitment you get from your captain. Hey, so what's what's going on in your group chat, bro? What's going on in group chat? Mike Leach, did y'all see that? I saw Mike, that. Mike Leach, Washington State head coach, put a ban on social media for the whole team. He said the team is too. Can you too, even do that? Said team is too distracted. They start off the season three and zero, and I think they dropped either two or three Last games two. before the bye week. Uh, I think it was UCLA and Arizona State. Yeah. Um, and he was but like, We not paying it, we not locked in. No social media. But can you do that? So like you don't like take can't people phone.
1: They can't post on their social media. They can't media. be on social media. So you they can't can post. In,
0: you can't stop me from scrolling. They could be in there creeping on, but I mean they can't post kids love posting. Can't like a tweet, can't like a photo. I see, mean, you know they took that. They thing. took I'm that so off you can't Instagram, see it no yeah. More. Yeah. You remember uh, how you yeah, used to be able yeah. to scroll and see who liked what? You can't see that no more. So yeah. So I don't know how they monitor it, but Mike Lee said, no, it's you know, over with. You know how many guys are sitting there like, oh, my girl can't see what I'm doing on Instagram no more? Back in them streets. Be careful out there, though.
1: But what they what they going to say? I mean, what? I, I, they going to tell the school or y'all can't put... Yeah,
0: going to... You know, gonna, that's a
1: lot of exposure for the school well, through nah, social maybe, media. Maybe he just decides not to play you. No, I'm talking about for the school, though. You know the school has a football yeah. page at their own social media. That's going to. Mike be yeah. Leach might be like we need so, to win games. So, but no,
0: but if I'm a player though, if I can't post, the the school the school can't post either. Nah, they don't have to win games. They, that's their job. Your job to win these games, Mike Leach should not job. You're not getting paid. You're not. Soon you will. Soon you will. California, but it ain't there yet. What so. my man Sherman said, I oh, hope it is the NCAA. <laughs> Did you see the speech that the little kid, Pop Warner Kid, was hyping his team? Man, up? I've not seen that. He was better he was, he was better be- than Dev's pregame speeches. Cause I know the Patriots posted every week. I'm like, right, man, I'll be, i be high. like,
1: dang, the day they come to the linebacker, the boogeyman. I'm telling you, I'm gonna have one ready. But they don't ever come over there, so uh, no, nah, they know, don't. They they, y'all don't even ever see. I, I'm telling you, bro. I, we I didn't even games. know they was coming over man. there. We, I just, we just go. Little man there. was
0: good though, man. He was fired and he gave up. it to the whole team. It's the whole team. They definitely got to win. They definitely won that. Dang, we need to find that out though if they won that game because we don't know that. Oh, I almost forgot. Speaking of, uh I said Sherm sitting in the NCAA. What we think of the uh, the coin toss? Uh, shake hands? Did we not shake hands? Like what? it was it was a lot of it was a lot of going on over I love there. Love Sherman, man, passionate dude, elite elite cornerback. Well, I don't know I don't know how that all came about, man. When they showed the video of him shaking everybody's hand, I was just like, dang, man. But maybe all caught up in the emotions, he's ready to go. Maybe he just didn't feel the love there from Baker. But I mean, he shook everybody's hand. I don't know what else I don't know what else to tell you about that, man. He shook their hand like. Is what it is, bro. Shake your hand. So we, we but oh, you know, it's got. my
1: first year at the coin toss, and the only thing that I, I, you know, to be on this one, the only thing that I, I find just weird to me is when defensive players get up there, and you know they all, you know, they don't wanna, they, you know, eyeing and doing this and doing that, and you shake hands, they get back, they don't shake your hand, and across from you, it's all defensive players. You're we not, not going against, against us. Going against each other. Tom over there throwing the ball. Like, you not showing me anything. You know what I'm saying? Not intimidated, not intimidated, I'm not, I ain't man. gotta I go you. against you. You know what That's I'm saying? That's a good point. I never it, thought it about that. it'd just be crazy to That's me. A man. Solid point, man.
0: Nick Saban, yeah. Yo, so you got Mike Leach banned social media. Nick Saban going there, he straight tell the media. Y'all hype these dudes up too much. Y'all over here talking all this nonsense about Tua. I'm telling Tua what he need to get better on. But what he at need the to same time, that type of hype. Is what drives the young high school athlete who's watching them talk about Bama this, Bama that, Bama this, Bama that, two of this, two of that. Not the national championships. But I'm just saying, obviously that comes along with it. But if I'm Nick a young Saban kid. Saban said, kiss the ring. If I'm a young kid and you keep seeing them blowing up too, and I'm the next quarterback and Alabama's recruiting me, you don't think that helps with recruiting? I mean, maybe. But I, I kind of appreciated Nick Saban's approach. Like, man, we out here trying to coach young men we taking kids that come in 17, 18 years old. We're trying to make them young men that can go off and be a positive aspect to society. We don't need y'all in here acting like everybody the greatest thing since sliced bread. They want to do all that, mm-hmm. then give them boys a stipend when they leave the game. Nick Saban probably making sure they get paid in mm-hmm. Alabama. So, <laughs> hey.
1: And Nick and you better get ready for Hurts because Hurts coming. That is. Hurts hey, coming. That's going that's to be that.
0: fun. That'll be a nice to watch. Hurts coming. First time on double coverage, we got the Norma Tech comeback of the week. Who are we giving it to? Coco Golf. I've been waiting to give Coco Golf something. 15 years old, she, obviously you've seen her jump on the scene. She was at Wimbledon, beat Venus at Wimbledon. Venus was only 44th in the world. So at this point, at the Wimbledon and then at the U.S. Open, she had, you know, great buzz. One, made it pretty far. But she had never beat anybody in the top 44 yeah. because Venus was the highest ranked I player. So I lost to Osaka. Yeah, Osaka gave her that work. She goes to the lens open. Let me tell you how the lens open, though. She doesn't make it <laughs> qualifying. She loses. Somebody gets injured, has to withdraw. Coco come back. Coco don't just come back for Coco fun. comes back. Coco comes back, beats the number 8th player in the world, and goes on to win her first title. One of the youngest players to ever win. I think the last person to win at the, close to that age was Venus back in, I don't remember the year. But Coco Golf, comeback of the week after having a great show at the U.S. Open at Wimbledon and falling short. And it was a great moral st- with victories. And everyone, oh, yeah. she wanted to win. And I thought it was awesome to see. Obviously, she put in the work. She put on them Normatec boots. She got back out there, recovered, went out there, and she whooped some butt. Shout out Coco Golf. First ever Norma Tech, comeback of the week. We're going to send you your cash in the mail. Good luck with that. Yeah. Segment, who lost the weekend? Who you got? Lost the weekend. Who won? Let's start good news first, man. Who won the weekend? Kirk Cousins. Oh my God. I hate Zach, to do this. I hate to do this. My guy, Zach Brown, man. J Mac <laughs> played with ZB in, in Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching, I'm watching the game interview. <clears throat> hold on, hold on. Let me let me lay the lay, Yeah, I guess. Lay tell, the layout. Tell the people, man. So going into the week, Zach Brown Who played, plays for the Eagles. Played with Kirk Cousins in Washington a couple years ago. And he comes out before the game and he says, listen, great offense. Kirk Cousins, the weakest link of the offense. He played with him in Washington. He saw it in practice on a daily basis, weak link. Kirk Cousins throws, I think it was, was it 400 yards? No, 300 yards. 300? Four touchdown passes. 344 yards and four touchdown passes and a victory over the Eagles. I don't know if this had anything to do with it on Monday the Eagles released Zach Brown who had actually I think been playing pretty good football Mm -hmm. for him but don't quote me I haven't watched much of the Eagles defense. I'm watching ZB in the post game. Obviously the first question they asked him was about Kirk Cousins I'm only answering questions about the game but Kirk Cousins played so well. Any more questions that don't involve? I'm like Zach you the one who talked about Kirk Cousins before the game. So, but watching that, I'm dying laughing because if you know Zach like that is exactly something z b would say, so really good player that what's your thoughts on talking trash to guys before the game in the media? you with it, you not
1: with it? Uh I feel like you know, hey, you say what you say, you, know, you just back bag it up, up. <laughs> you know, that's it, you know, just like you know it's a lot of offensive guys that come out here and they say what they say, just bag it up bag it up. That's all you got to do.
0: I remember in the Super Bowl, Reynolds said, "If if we go man it's to man, it's a man game. Man. They want to play It's a man game. We'll get one." Nice. Hmm. Huh. Who lost the weekend? Referees, man. It's just it's like, referees across the world, or just the referees in NFL. <laughs> I think I think for watching what we've been watching the last couple weeks, referees hurting everywhere. Yeah, like if for, for Halloween, I would not dress my kid up as a ref this year. Or if you do, he just might, say that they're full time employee. He might. He might. He won't be the worst dress because there will be kids that dress up as Donald Trump and if they come to the door They might not get no candy, <laughs> but he'll probably be second worst dress Halloween Yeah, if you haven't seen any of those memes, they have these kids dressed up as Trump and people <laughs> been commenting If they come to my door, they ain't getting no candy or they gonna start poisoning the candy
1: again <laughs> so They got the hat on too? So, they got the, they got the yeah. whole toupee yeah. yeah. on People uh, we wrong
0: for that, man Before we get out of here Uh, We got our athlete, uh, more than an athlete, uh, going to Brandon Carr of the Baltimore Ravens. Wait, who's more than an athlete brought brought to you by? Nationwide. How you say it, though? Nationwide Nationwide is on. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, Brandon Carr of the Baltimore Ravens, week five NFL community MVP, after pledging to donate $12,500 per game with a total of $200,000 this season to fund free screenings and diagnostic mammograms through national breast through the National Breast Cancer Foundation. Awesome, awesome effort, yeah, man! Shout out Crucial Catch because they had the energy Thursday night when we walked out for pregame. They were all lining up, getting yeah. ready to take the field. And as soon as we walked out the locker room, they yeah, were like, fired up. I was like, <gasps> We come out the back. I was like, "What's going on?" Crucial Catch. They brought the energy. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful to see that, man. As a reminder, you can find us on iTunes or YouTube. All you have to do is search Double Coverage with the McCourty Twins. Make sure. And when you search it and you find it, I just need you to give out one of the biggest, Mama, we made it! And after you do that, please click the little button that says subscribe. That's a little bit more important than that stuff. Well, do it. No, do it after you click subscribe because you haven't made it until you subscribe. So when you go. Mama, we made it. Thank you to our partners at Boston Medical Center and Embrace Kids Foundation and also our new partner in Norma Tech. I appreciate you guys. And a special thank you to Elandon Roberts, a.k.a. E-Rob, a.k.a. Dark Grind. And now you know what it means.
1: See we'll be guys. bringing
0: you your T-shirt for this. So it won't take as long as yours took.
1: Yeah. Hey, See all you right. guys. hey, look, appreciate y'all having. Mama, we made it. <laughs> <laughs>